You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex is happening in the marriage bed. Here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Allen and Shannon Etheridge. So this week i got to start off with an email from a listener, Shannon, that wants to thank Sexy Marriage Radio and Simple Marriage for the tools and understanding of myself and my low-desire wife and to help heal a sexless marriage that was fast approaching divorce. So Mm. because of all the stuff that had been going on between them and the lack of affection, they had both kind of shut down and were quickly becoming roommates. And as a last ditch effort, as a ways to find ways to increase sexual intimacy, they, he stumbled upon sexy marriage radio. And he also then found a couple of posts that I had written on simple marriage. So after reading every post that he could find and listening to every episode on Sexy Marriage Radio, which thank you, by the way, for that, he decided to become the man he used to be and just start pursuing his wife like they were dating. So he would write her cards, notes, send her her flowers to work, and it caused a big blow-up because she accused him of only doing that for sex, which... Yeah, I could see that could be a possibility. But <laughs> Women are going to automatically make that assumption. It seems to be that way, but he, he persevered. And then he also got her to read a post on Simple Marriage of how knowing what matters most to your husband. And that unleashed and opened a lot of ideas to her and realized, oh, wait, hold on a sec. There's a whole different way to view things. And so now they're currently just rocking along. The change has been night and day. They're in love again, can't get enough of each other. They spend time together. They go on dates once or twice a, twice a week, and the sex life came rushing back to fantastic sex two to three times a week. A sexual paradigm shift. That is awesome. How so, cool is that? So I, I want to <laughs> say, well done, man. <laughs> Sticking with yeah, it. Yeah, congratulations. And this is Sexy Marriage Radio, if you hadn't figured that out, where we want to talk about everything that's going on in the marriage life and in the sex bed and all of that, because we do believe those two go together best. So if you want to find more from us, feel free to jump at sexymarriageradio.com. Also send us emails. If you've got any questions, things you want covered by Shannon and I, you can send it to feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. And we also love your reviews on iTunes and your comments because that helps us climb the charts, which as of last week, we were number five at one point. And that is incredibly honoring to get that there. That is thrilling. <laughs> so I, this, the emailer, the listener continues because he does have a question, which I think would be a good show, Shannon, that there's one issue. And that is that just there's a little bit of a lack of sexual confidence is what he alludes to in his wife. And some of it comes from. On his part or his it, wife's he, part? The, in the email, it's talking about on his wife's part. So okay. he's he's bringing it up for her, which that's one thing, I guess, yeah. rather than yeah. her bringing it up for herself. And some of right. it is based on past because of um, she, he talks about how she was pretty, pretty overweight, but has since lost a ton of that weight. And mm-hmm. he thinks looks she looks fantastic, but she's still dealing with a little self-image struggle. So right. but I think we all don't don't, don't we all at times face kind of sexual confidence or body image confidence kind of stuff it's gonna hit us all at some point (laughs) even if we look really great in our 20s or 30s or even 40s I mean eventually the time is coming and Corey I wish that I could show our listeners this picture that I have on my iPhone it uh you know how women carry around this picture of like this either the supermodel or this rock star athlete 
uh, you know, female body who's you know, her inspiration. It's her muse. It's right. the one that makes her work out even harder type of a thing. Well, the muse that I have in my camera roll is not a 30-year-old pole jumper or Olympic star. The one that I have is she's probably an 85-year-old woman with her husband, and they are they are nude. Uh, but it's a very tastefully done photo. You don't see anything inappropriate, but you do know that, um, yeah, that the cellulite ripples and the, mm -hmm. the saggy breasts and the wrinkles and the gray hair and all of that are very much a part of their world. But they just look so in love and so uninhibited. And I tell myself, you know, I, I turn 46 soon. I tell myself at 46, I'm closer to that than the 19 year old Miss America body. Okay. And that's okay with me because I want to be that 80 something, even 90 something year old woman. If my husband is still alive by then, who is just so comfortable and confident in her own skin. And right. I really want that for other women. So I'm glad you brought this topic up. Yeah. Cause it's a tough one because gravity takes over. I mean, it, it's unavoidable. Exactly. And, and so things shift, things grow, <laughs> things expand. <laughs> Won't stop growing. Things move. <laughs> colors, hair, yeah, colors lobe. change. <laughs> wrinkles hit. I mean, so it's all of these things. And and what I take comfort in, and this is, I guess, part of just the, the weird wiring I have, is that the research continues to show that there's a positive correlation between cellulite and and great sexual satisfaction. Really? Yes. That. And, it, and the idea is because the couples that have been together longer and are older uh -huh. are, are experiencing greater and better sex. Deeper levels of intimacy. Yeah. Well, didn't you say recently that it takes like 18 years to but really it, hit a that's, sexual groove? That's, yeah, that's an allusion to a, a, a study that has so, somewhere out there. <laughs> so I can't confirm it in the sense of, oh, yeah, that is fact. But I have heard that referenced. And so that intimacy takes 18 years to, to come about. But it also is one of those that the, to be in the category of the blessed few in the sexual world, which is I kind of think of them. And there's three categories of people. You have the blessed few, you have the functional sex, and then you have the dysfunctional sex. Mm -hmm. And the blessed few are, is a small group of people. And largely, it's, they've been together for a long time, and they have truly grown comfortable in their own skin and with each other. And that's part of what creates the possibility of going to deeper levels together. Yeah, I think that that definitely needs to be the goal for all of us. And I think that, too, that older women who have become more comfortable and confident in their own skin, and in all honesty, I think that that's what the 40s is really all about. Mm -hmm. I think that a woman really wrestles with with uh, with self-esteem when she looks her best in her teens, 20s, and 30s. But there's something magical about your 40s that you go, you know what? I'm just tired of comparing and competing <laughs> and feeling as if I don't measure up that you just learn to celebrate the body that you're mm -hmm. in. But I know women in their fifties or sixties who are really just now hitting their sexual stride who go, wait a minute, why, why couldn't I feel this sexually confident when I had that much younger body back in my twenties or thirties. So I really want to encourage younger women too. you know what, look in the mirror today and accept the fact that you probably look as good today as you will ever look. Mm -hmm. And as the years roll by, it, it's, we do. I mean, that, that physical appearance goes downhill, but it doesn't mean that our sexual confidence has to go downhill. The, the two don't have to be tied together because sexy is not about size or shape. Mm -hmm. Sexy is about your attitude. 
And I know some women, quite frankly, that you know they're like a size 22, and they're more sexually confident in their own skin than some of the size 2 supermodels that you meet. Mm-hmm. How do you explain that if it's not about attitude? And, well, and that's what's interesting that as a man, if when I think of the women in my life in the sense of the people that I have a relationship of some sort with, obviously none of them are the same as Pam because that's, that's who I'm married to. But there are lots of women that are uh, varying sizes, varying shapes, and there's some that are extremely comfortable in their own skin and are very confident. And those that – some of them that come to mind real quickly are the ones I wouldn't consider magazine sexy. You know, that they, they right. don't have that look, even the curvy magazine sexy, because that has kind of shifted in the society a little bit. But the way she carries herself, she is sexy. There you go. It's one of those like, wow, she's she is she's got some confidence. It's almost arrogance, but it's not. You know, it's just that this is me, honey. You know, hey, this is me. I know what I am and I know what you would get with me. So Yep. If you and, want and I some, think come that, on. that confidence is very attractive to me. It is. It and is. to women too. Yep. I mean, what what woman doesn't love to have friends who are confident in their own skin because that kind of rubs off on us. Well, and one of the things that I know for men when it comes to because men can struggle with with sexual confidence, we can struggle with identity issues and and body image issues and that kind of stuff. And one of the things that that triggers things in a woman is when a man approaches her confidently that triggers stuff in her rather rather than a tentative hey you know i was kind of thinking you know maybe we should (laughs) if you can put it into your schedule you know (laughs) yeah that ain't gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) that that ain't that is not gonna lead to good things so yeah so being confident in yourself makes a difference because yeah, I, it, I completely it's, it's, agree. It's, it's, it's not gender specific. Well, and I think that women actually need to take a lesson from men because sure they have their body image issues when their hairline begins receding or he starts losing his hair when uh, he has the beer belly and gets Dunlap's disease when his belly Dunlap's over his belt. Wow. That is um, total South right there. I appreciate that one. Go. <laughs> but you never, hear of a man cowering in the corner in a fuzzy robe going, you can't find me sexy with this beer belly and this receding (laughs) hairline. He's just like, come on, baby, bring it on. Why can't women, regardless of size, shape, or age, be like, hey, baby, bring it on, you know? (laughs) If if we could solve that, Shannon, we could own islands. Yeah, we, we could bottle that formula and sell it for quite a bit of money. Yeah, totally. But you know what I think is at the root of every woman who has confidence issues, okay. and, it's re- and it's regarding body image. Here's what I wholeheartedly believe. Um, well, let me tell you the story first, and then I'll tell you why I believe what I believe. Okay. When I was researching for my book, The Sexually Confident Wife, I had to go into a bookstore and see what else had been written on the topic because no publisher wants to publish a Me Too book. They want to know you have something unique and fresh to say. So I went in and asked the clerk to lead me to the sexuality section, and there were so many books. And I said, well, is there anything in particular on sexual confidence? And she said, well, I don't know. I, I don't look at any of these books. And if one of, and if my husband had brought one of them home, I would have just looked at him like he had lost his mind. Like, who do you think I am? <laughs> and I thought, I, I thought, wait a minute. Now, this woman is, I mean, she's 
she's petite, she's cute, she, you know, she looked pretty confident. And I said, do you mind me asking why you would have thought that? And she said, have you seen the women in these books? I don't look like that. And I thought, okay, there's what I need to hone in on. So I pulled 10 or 20 books off the shelf and started just flipping through them the rest of the afternoon. And she's right. Over and over, there's these full color, glossy photos of the 19 year old that they still airbrushed yeah. to make even more perfect yeah. than she already is. And we don't look like that. And so I actually landed at an astronomical advance when I said to Random House, I want to do a book that shows sketches, not real photos, but sketches of real women. Cellulite ripples, saggy boobs, stretch marks, flat chests, pregnant bellies, the whole nine yards mm -hmm. so that women will make the connection that I can be a sexually confident wife regardless mm -hmm. of my body shape or size. And they were like, boom, sold. And that's what really resonates with women is that when they can look at pictures and go, well, I look at least that good, if not better, then their confidence soars. But that's not what they see in the media. So the no. comparison, it's the comparison that is the poison that they feed themselves. Right. And we have to stop. Right. Because comparison, all we always end up short when we compare. Yep. Well, you either come out vain because you think you do look better. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or feeling like a worm because you don't look better. What I really encourage my coaching clients to do is at least once a day, whether it's after you get out of the shower or before you go to bed at night or as you're getting dressed, look at your body in the mirror and find one thing that you like right. and praise God for that thing. Right. That, don't compare yourself to someone else. Just look at yourself in an isolated in an isolated environment, and you will find something that you find attractive. Mm -hmm. Even just last night, I said to my husband, I said, you know, I've been going to this core class, and what I've noticed is that my muffin tops are really kind of gone. And I was like, see, look. And, and he was feeling around on my tummy, and, and he said, you have an amazing body. And I just, I, I just kind of was stunned for a second, and I said, I'll be honest. I needed to hear that, mm -hmm. and I need you to tell me more often. So I do want to say to the husbands listening that it really doesn't matter what she thinks, that if unless she thinks her husband finds her attractive, she won't feel attractive. Right. And right. so do, even if you think that she's going to just go, well, you just want sex. So what? <laughs> Tell her she's beautiful. <laughs> Tell her over and over. Convince her that you believe that with all your heart. Yeah. And and do things that perpetuate that. I mean, it's it's that idea of, set out something that you like seeing her in or, you know, cause I, I will do that with Pam. Sometimes I'll, I'll have, you know, I'll be home and we, I know we got a whole evening together. It'll be with the kids, but I'll put out, you know, one of my shirts and some comfy pants for her. But it's one of those like, Hey, I love seeing you in this. And she, and it's just a unspoken. Sometimes she just puts it right back up in the closet and puts on, frumpy frumpy jammies <laughs> what she wants to put on and i know that okay nothing's <laughs> happening tonight most likely but hey i put it out there to see what would happen and but she has mentioned but how she confident likes that. of you yeah well she likes that how though she likes knowing to dress your wife she likes knowing that there's things i like in her you know her to have on or not have on and so she'll she she she'll say to me that i love when you do that to, at times because it it takes the whole Oh, okay, good. I can get comfy and be sexy to you, and I love it. Let's do it. So, I mean, that's one 
kind of subtle way a, a husband can do that. The other is just not not always shower her with praise because sometimes that comes across shallow. Shallow. You know that that's manipulative almost. But yeah, be shallow sin- hell. Yeah, but be sincere in, hey, I love your body, or I love this about you, or I love that, and then don't do it again until it until the time you know you really feel it. Well, and a thought just came to my mind that if if your wife is going to automatically assume that you're just telling her that because you want sex, maybe choose your timing such that you completely dispel that myth. Maybe tell her on your way out the door to work or to church or whatever, where there's not going to be any follow-up of physical contact. You just want her to know before she goes out for the day that I think you're beautiful. I think you look amazing in whatever you're wearing or whatever. Or send her the text of that. You know, you you saw yeah, her, you saw yeah. her as you were leaving, and then you get to work, and you know she's running around with the kids, or she's heading to her job. You know, strategically time it so that right when she gets some time to herself, you got that text of, "Baby, you look great today." Yeah, and that's yeah. it. Just all you got to say. The, hey, the statistic is that eighty percent of women report that they are unhappy with their appearance or with their bodies. Eighty percent. Eighty percent. Yeah. So that just goes to show men that this is such a common, pervasive Mm -hmm. issue, especially in our society. And I think that it is definitely an issue of the 21st century because you think about it, Corey, a hundred years ago, they didn't even have televisions in their house, let alone, you know, print magazines and all that stuff. So who was she going to compare herself to? You know, the the lady that lives two miles down the road that, that they share a garden together and they're out there in their prairie skirts. Right. There there wasn't this constant bombardment of skin and curves and sex appeal. That This is certainly something that is a new age problem. Yep. Um, but, hey, I wanted to share with you a, a little snippet from Terry, who is 59, a husband who uh, wrote in when I was writing The Sexually Confident Wife. He said... My hips have gotten a little, or I'm sorry, my wife's hips. My <laughs> wife's hips have gotten a little wider through the years, and her breasts may have fallen a little southward since I fell in love with her more than 30 years ago. But when I consider the four beautiful children who've passed through those hips and nursed at those breasts, I'm more in awe of them than ever. Mm-hmm. To everyone else, she's a grandma. To me, she's a goddess, and I celebrate her presence in my life every day. Right. That's the type of of admiration that women crave from their husbands, that it's not based on whether they worked off their muffin tops at an exercise class or how they look in their lingerie or whatever. It's really an unconditional celebration and joy over the fulfillment that he gets from her body, regardless of her size or shape. Yeah. It's, it's recognizing this is the one thing that I think of as my journey as a man from being a young, immature, stupid kid in my twenties, even to, to, to into my forties now that I used to think and wonder when I was younger, like in my twenties and late teens, you know, you, you look around at the women, you look around at the girls and you're like, you, you have a certain taste of what's attractive. And I would think, okay, that won't change. That'll kind of be, I'll always be attracted to that. And then as I've gotten older and for sure as a father, it changes things. But as I've gotten older though, I've also realized my tastes have changed and largely it's it's continuing with my wife and knowing the history of what we have created together mm. that yeah her body is different but 
but it's great because we have created and journeyed this thing together. And so that makes a, there's more depth than just the skin. You know, there's, there's yeah. more depth than just the outer per outer visuals. And Corey, at the conference where you and I met, there was a speaker, Dr. Bill Struther, who's written a book called Wired for Intimacy. And he talks about how from a from an evolutionary perspective, the human brain is wired to do exactly what you just described. It's wired to form an intimate bond with one human being and that their tastes and what they find sexy and attractive evolve as her body evolves. Mm -hmm. And you love her as much when she's 80 as when she was 18. But he said the problem with our society today, though, is that when when men look at pornography and all these you know other women, that it's literally like raping your brain and you screw up the wiring right. that causes you to look at your wife and think that she's beautiful no matter her age or shape or size. Right. So I really applaud the fact that that you recognize that your wife is becoming more and more beautiful to you. Yeah, and that's the – it's not that – Female bodies, I mean, God did greatness when he made a woman. <laughs> so, <laughs> he stopped. He was yeah, like, that, I can't do any it's better like, than It's that. like the culmination of creation. So <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't top that. So I'll stop there. And I still applaud you for that, God. Thank you. Um, but it is one of those that it there's still certain traits and things, but it's there's a depth to the relationship and there's a depth to the journey of what we've gone through together, what we've experienced highs and lows, that it is one of those, how would I want to just chuck that for a newer model, quote unquote? Because you hear that a lot of, oh, well, I, I was traded in for a younger model. And yeah, well, uh, I'm sitting there thinking, golly, that's a whole lot of retraining to be with someone else again. <laughs> and it's not that they're young, you know, it's not a, a hit at that. It's just a you have to well, go through a whole lot together again to get to that, le to that level. Well, and now, now the self-esteem issues and the confidence issues are going to become his. Yeah. Because he's got such a younger model. That's true. He's not going to be able to keep up for long. That's true because I have, I have discovered in my 40s that my brain still thinks I can do some things on the basketball court that I can't do anymore. <laughs> and it's like – My husband would say the same thing. Yeah, it's like, I, okay, you're not running over there. You're not getting that. So just stop, yeah. dude, or I'm going to pull a hamstring. Yeah. What I hope that women who are listening get from our show today, Corey, is that they really do have full permission to to feel confident in their own skin, regardless of their age or size or shape. And I remember one time when I was speaking in Edmonton, Canada, uh, Fred Stoker and I were doing a, a marriage conference, but they had the men at one church and the women at a different church. And Fred and I each had you know, the men and the women, but for one session we switched. Mm -hmm. I drove over to the men's conference and I spoke to all to an all men's audience. And after I did that, there was a man who came up to me and he just had this look of desperation in his eyes. And he said, Shannon, when you go back to speak to our wives, would you please just give them this message? Would you please tell them, that they don't have to be modest in their own bedroom, that they don't have to cover themselves up and feel as if they're not worthy to be gazed upon. He, he just said, I really want my wife to just let go of her inhibitions and, and low self-esteem and poor body image issues. So when I got back to the, to the church where the women were and I made that announcement that this is a message from a husband, I don't know whose husband, but there you go. I would venture to say that four out of five women would come up to me afterwards going, 
that was my husband, wasn't it? Was he tall? <laughs> Did he have salt and pepper gray hair? Like they were all so convicted right. by that. But yes, ladies, your husband thinks you're beautiful, not because you look like Cindy Crawford or J-Lo or whoever, but because you're you. Right. And you are who he fell in love with. And you are who he bore children with. And you are who he wants to grow old with. And believe him when he tells you that he finds you sexy. Yeah, because we are, we are all more than just the outer package. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a whole lot more going on than just the way we look. And, and it's a, the whole package, when you put it all together of the path you've lived together, what you do, what you provide, the meaning you create in this world, the legacy you leave behind, all of that is wrapped up into making you unique and special and the chance to share that with someone else. And that's that would be what I would hope people get from this, that, yeah, I can compliment yeah. my wife and I can, I can help her out in the sense of acknowledge the things I really like about her, but she's got to find some of that within herself to keep that going too. Because if it's just the constant baby, you look great. And I'm always trying to convince her. Yeah. I'm going to stop that eventually. Cause it's like nothing I say or do will do that. So you got to find some of that within yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Confidence comes from within. Hey, Corey, how about if we give our listeners uh, a, a little bonus today? How about if I send you this picture off of my iPhone of this 80 something year old couple in their intimate embrace <laughs> and we post it on our website Done. and they can, and they can go and look at it and be inspired that they too can be sexually confident, yep. Ken, even in their 80s, even with cellulite ripples and stretch marks and saggy boobs and wrinkles and gray hair. Yep. Head that to, sexy, they head to sexymarriageradio.com and you will find this photo with this show. Because that, that can be something we can all look at and go, wow, Shannon is crazy. You know, or, no. <laughs> we, we can look at it and say, yeah, that's what I have to look forward to because I look at some of the older people. I mean, I go to Panera almost every day. That's where I write and, and come up with a lot of the different things I do with Simple Marriage. And there's a lot of older couples that come up there every day as well. So I've kind of created relationships with a lot of the people there. And I look at some of them and the, the love that they have for each other is just, I mean, it's, it's inspiring. It's like, man, they have created a lot of life together. And I look forward to that because absolutely that's what we have to come absolutely well this has been sexy marriage radio glad you joined us if you got something that we have not covered or something you want to expand it on with this one please let us know at feedback at sexymarriageradio.com shannon and i would love to hear positive comments negative comments we don't care we can take it so bring whatever, it on whatever you got we want to know bring it on baby so wherever you are and whatever you're gonna do bring it on Thanks for listening.